0: So good morning, everybody. I'm going to offer some instruction and then I'll guide us in. So please um, bring your bright attention to some of the framework first. So in the practice today and all through the week, one ongoing theme that will run right through this retreat is the cultivation of an abiding here and now with the body and a little bit more bigger than the body just around the body learning practicing playing with experimenting with skillful ways to come more fully into your own embodiment with breath with opening the aperture of attention from the familiar habit of collapsing the attention or the habit of going way out and bringing that aperture to this arena of the body and the space around the body. Letting the hands lead at times and the attention can start to follow and fill in this whole arena with bright attention a little bit like do you remember the dot to dot pictures when you were a kid sometimes we arrive on retreat and it's you know we turn to the page in the coloring book and there might be a few dots and we get here and we learn to draw the line around the dots and the form and then we can start to color in color in that whole arena fill it out flesh it out let it start to plump out with your attention that with the untrained mind is usually captured or bonded and ruminating with particulars. So this practice will continue all the way through and you will see that you will become, it will become clearer to you. Maybe you're already noticing there's a bit more of you here. Maybe you're coloring in dot to dot. At times the backside has a little bit more presence, a little bit more firmness. Maybe your hand right now, sense your hands where they're contacting your legs or each other. Sense them. Let your... Just checking the mic, I believe that was a little too loud. How's that? Is that better? Okay. Take a moment. Let the dot to dot be your hands right now. Let your attention go there. And linger. Learning how to let attention linger and pool and gather, and as you linger right now with your hands, what we will start to notice is that attention will start to fill out those arenas and places where our attention has been withdrawn from, in favor, usually, of coming to the head center, in favor of trying to figure out our problems in a logical kind of way. So right now, let yourself, as you listen to the instruction, sense yourself as that figure in the coloring book who is now a little bit more joined up, dot to dot, The shape, the lens, the form is a little clearer. And the coloring in, the filling out, the plumping out, the restoring of attention, the soothing of attention, the nourishing and steadying of attention, here and now, in this, through this, with this abiding. so home base always a practice always a place to experiment and play what happens if I pay attention this way to the breath does it conduce to more abiding landing settling or is the way I'm paying attention to the breast tying me up in a tangle I'm becoming hard and battling. Ah, okay. Can I back off? Can I widen the aperture? Can I remember the intention for abiding? And at times within that arena of the body, something will become foreground. You may let the breath become foreground. You may let a part of the body become foreground. Let's say you spend some time with your hands. They're like the bullseye, the red point in the middle of the target. And you can linger there and let them fill out with bright attention. But not having to shrink your attention to that spot background can be the whole body the whole arena and that body that we're learning to meet with a kind of respect of not assuming we already know this fathom long body the whole of the dhamma can be revealed So as we settle today, you will also notice that there is more capacity to discern. This means to recognize what's happening. This starts to get brighter as the days go by. It doesn't mean you're always bright and discerning. It means on balance you will see that capacity to know and recognize what is happening come more fully available for you. This, that river was speaking about last night, this kind of knowing, this Janati Pasati, this knowing that isn't just from the head center, but is a kind of knowing all the way through the fabric of your body and the spaces in your body. And what can we come to know What can we begin to know we can begin to know wise attention you will already be seeing more than the first day the way that you're paying attention to the breath and the body you'll see it sooner you'll see it a little bit quicker when the attention collapses and tightens and narrows that which sees that that is happening is not defined by what is happening. This kind of knowing that is right through your body and cannot even be defined by your body, this kind of knowing gets brighter as we practice abiding and steadying. Some of this wise attention, the capacity to attend wisely in ways that unbind dukkha. To attend to breath, to body, to thought, to feeling, to sensation. In ways that let clinging and the grip unbind. This is wise attention. And how does it come about? It comes about in a number of ways. Two of which are through trial and error. Somebody once asked the Zen teacher, What do I need? And they say, Wisdom. And then they ask, How do I get wisdom? And then they say, I um, hope I remember this now. I just kind of thought <laughs> I just remembered it wondering if I'm going to remember the punchline. Might have to disappoint you. <laughs> Maybe Devin can help me out. Um, is it? Yeah, that's the punchline. But I'm just wondering how you get there. Go on. You, do you want to do it? <laughs> how I remember it is, yeah, how do you, sorry, you started it, as the first line. How do you gain wisdom? Through experience. How do you gain experience? Through mistakes. Through mistakes. Yeah. Great. So we don't have to do this perfectly. There will be a trial and error in this with our attention. And as well as that, We will begin now in the retreat to um, bring in ways of looking that the Buddha offered to us, ways of attending to experience that support this unbinding, this ungripping of that grip of dukkha. River gave the beautiful images from the Buddha last night of the hindrances, that we are like this pot of water your whole body, your whole heart, mind, this whole arena like this pot. And sometimes it can be possessed, very interesting word, possessed by the hindrances. Sometimes that water, and today you will discern this more easily. Sometimes that water is like it's boiling. We're full of anger, right? You see it. That which starts to discern that the pot is boiling, That which knows that there is anger is not defined by the anger. It's the beginning of the unbinding. So don't underestimate this capacity of this pasati, this knowing all the way through. We see what's happening in the pot. Yeah, <laughs> there's a big out breath there. Yeah, that's it. Oof, we start to see what's happening in the pot. Not just seeing with the ocular center, but knowing all the way through, wow, this pot is boiling right now. Okay, normally we notice it with, oh, it's because he said that and he cut in front of me in the lunch queue and I'm going to get him next time. and uh, Whatever your mind does, you're hearing my mind now, but um, whatever your mind does with that, ah, stop. Discernment that capacity of knowing is starting to shine through what's going on ah This is a boiling pot The heats under it and it's bubbling that which discerns that is already abiding reach down touch the earth Like in the image of the back of the Buddha there seeing knowing breathing out widening softening there might be a sighing Widening that lens, not judging the aversion, but seeing, aha, ah, capacity of discernment goes, aha, I see what's happening here. So we're not judging the hindrances, we're seeing them, and seeing them is the beginning of unbinding them. It's a huge beginning, it's the difference between being tangled in the world. And starting to become untangled begins with this seeing. And actually ends with this seeing as well. But there are some things that help us along the way. Sometimes the pot is possessed, gripped, filled with those bright colors the crimson, the turmeric these attractive things and the mind gets gripped, the attention narrows and shrinks. Ah, <gasps> I want one of those. I'm gonna go out, even something lovely here, I'm gonna go out again after the sitting and I'm gonna go to that really nice place. And that's lovely, you can go to that really nice place. But if you spend your whole sitting, <gasps> when I get to that really nice place, right? We're taken, we've been captured. In a sense ah the pot has the crimson dye and the turmeric color that which sees the grip is the beginning of freedom touching the earth breathing out widening the attention sometimes the pot is blown by the wind, this restlessness and worry, this agitation, this flickering, this not settling. Usually we don't see it. With an untrained mind we just believe, oh, when's the damn bell gonna go? Why doesn't she ring the bell? I'm sure this is a longer sitting than last time. Or why doesn't she shut up or whatever it is. It's commixed kind of mixed with the aversion. Ah, the discernment starts to come through. It starts to illuminate. You may not feel very bright. It's not necessarily the same as like, having a bright idea, it's a brightness that's all the way through. I see what's happening, this is restlessness. That which sees restlessness is not restless. Touch the earth, widen, commit to stay still as the Buddha reached down and touched the earth. He is calling on the earth to bear witness to his capacity to awaken join to this bigger circuit board let all that energy that's coursing through you don't try and just hold it yourself join join with the bigger body our bigger body sometimes the pot is covered in moss and water plants (laughs) saw somebody's face just go yeah that's me (laughs) yeah it's kind of sluggish and dull hard one to see isn't it? it's hard to be illuminated when we're dull yeah but we can start to recognize ah oh, it's not me or mine the conditions have come together like this this is dullness can I open the eyes raise the arms above the head can I touch the earth can I use more in-breath to brighten can I remember my intention can I remember In my wisest moments, what I've known, can I remember where my compass is pointing? In my wisest moments and when the suffering has got so bad that this is all I have left to point to. And sometimes the pot is in a room with the lights off. And there's doubt. And there's a whole bunch of hindrances going on and we don't really see it, we're just in this kind of mess. These are scenarios I'm painting, they're not going to be exactly like this, but hopefully you can recognize yourself in some of these. It's just kind of a, ugh, can't see a thing, don't know why I'm here, this is no good, I can't do it, (sighs) might as well just go to sleep. Planning my escape, Hmm. wondering how I can get my cell phone out of the safe. Uh, without disturbing anyone. Vowing to myself, I'll never give my cell phone again next time on the retreat. And we're in this kind of like soupy mess. And just stop with a hand on your heart, some compassion. Oh, my love, you too. And seven million other humans and maybe some of the animals get doubt. I do not know, but at least the humans do. Doubt about what's a good place for my attention right now. Doubt about where refuge can truly be found. Doubt about what actually leads onward. That which starts to see doubt can also start to untangle sometimes the specific hindrances. We might feel the bubbling in there, there's usually some aversion. the beige color in this room. God if I was Guy House aesthetic director I'd paint it turmeric color. You know anyway our mind starts doing this aversive fantasy that's a kind of combination of desire and aversion and, and it's really grim after a while after you've redecorated in here several times. Touch the earth, give yourself a break, God love us, what it is to have a human mind. Put your hand on your heart. You and seven billion others with these human sensitive minds that really want to come home and wanna know peace. The trouble is, the predicament is we come to sit in meditation and the pot is not a pot that's clear water when we arrive. We come with a pot with moss in it and boiling in it and all the other things in it and it's not very illuminated usually, right? So the experimenter, it's not like this nice clinical experiment where you go down to the uh, operating table and there's a nice clean sheet and you've got all the tools nicely polished and sharpened. You can do your lovely meditation experiment. No. The tools are rusty, there's only one spanner that works, there's you know, a screwdriver that's kind of gotten a bit blunt on the end, uh, the cloth is covered with all the old sawdust you put there before, um, and you can't even see, the light doesn't work, the bulb's broken. Ugh. We don't come. It's not like a clean experiment. It's not this peculiar modern idea. Oh, okay, I can just kind of observe all of that. and No. That which knows, that knowing, that jhanati pasati is right there. It's, it's the water of the pot. It's the nature of the water of the pot as all of that settles. And how does it settle? It settles through our practice of abiding. Breathing out, training the attention, contemplative attention is voluntary, not compelled. And if I find I'm going at that, I'm going at my breath with the same old screwdriver that's blunt, give it up, put the tools down, widen. Soften. Join up your dot-to-dot in four, three di- at least three dimensions, not just two dimensions. And restore your bright attention, this incredible gift, right through your flesh, your bones, the spaces in between. And imagining now as we come to sit, I'll guide us in. Please take your seat upright and gentle. Imagine breathing, breathing up from the ground below, imagining the earth, breathing you up from the center of the earth. Breathing in. breathing out and let's just begin by playing a little bit the path unfolds more naturally if we can restore our capacity to play imagine you are a three-dimensional dot-to-dot imagine you could have a coloring book that was at least three dimensions, front and behind, side to side. And the shape is your whole body and the space around the body. And you're joining up the dots or the dots are being joined up by wisdom, by compassion. Sometimes even despite ourselves, the dots are being joined up. And inside of those three dimensions from below all the attention that we have withdrawn into ourself from the earth below is restored is given back up through the base your thighs your backside your feet your toes your knees your hips are colored in It's just a poetic image, you don't have to take it literally. But your body might recognize it, colored in, filled out, plumped out with a little more presence, a little more bright attention. Just a little bit, maybe just your big toe starts to come online, lingering learning to linger and imagining in this three-dimensional dot-to-dot all the attention that we pull into sometimes just a little thought that we chew on forever from above is restored through your skull it starts to be filled and soften and the bones of the skull soften and this incredible gift of knowing is restored through the bones of your skull like ink saturating pervading filling and steeping like a tea bag in water, hot water, its aroma and its colour fills all the water in the cup. And don't worry if it's not filled, there is endless filling possible, but maybe you notice a little bit more, just a little bit more. Attention in your hands, your ribs, your breath, your torso, your hips. Allowing yourself to be very simple, daring to be Daring to be earth, sitting on earth, as earth. The kind of earth, the aspect of earth that can breathe in. An aspect of earth that can breathe out. And when there's not much going on. Daring to let this abiding deepen. Discerning to ah. 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 Wow. There's more abiding. I'm just a little more here. I can sense it. And feeding the ease in that with your attention, leaning into that simple natural ease, not looking for trouble if it's not here, letting your self rest in the wholesome pleasure may be very subtle but it is characterized with a little more ease a little less contraction a little bit more home And where is your mind now? And if you find yourself lost or the mind is parked in a tight spot or the attention is fragmented and scattered, setting your compass of your heart and asking yourself if you're willing to begin again. With this out breath, with this pot, with this ground, breathing in. And knowing that you're breathing in, breathing out, and knowing that you're breathing out. beings be able to rest deeply on the earth as earth male beings be able to breathe out in safety and male beings know joy So in the walking practice today, to, I offer two things for your consideration. Um, one is a practice I really like to do to support the abiding, it's a like intention. Is that as your um, body lifts the foot, moves it, places it, I think of um, as the weight transfers into that dominant foot that's taking the step think of that as offering myself back relinquishing my weight giving my weight back to the earth giving my attention back to what's more than me and you can be quite physical with that like pause if you want to use that intention pause Maybe the out-breath goes with it, if that's helpful. Giving the weight back and in a way making it like an offering, like a gesture of offering. And the other thing is today, as we're going to say more about this capacity to discern and know and skillful ways of knowing and seeing. Today when you're walking back and forth, And the mind is assailed and, um, okay, first thing, sometimes it's not assailed. Really know that, (laughs) really know that, or really know that more and more and more because that can deepen and widen and become really fertile ground for whatever insight we have to take really deep root, right? So really want to honor that, lean into the ease of that. The way the perception of time starts to change, we get less preoccupied with when it's going to end and etc. etc. Other times, the mind is assailed. Stop. You can also stop when the mind isn't assailed, but sometimes just stops like, oh, God, I want to go and get a cup of tea. I'm waiting for the bell to go. Um, the perception of time is like, this is the longest walking practice. I think they've forgotten. Um, stop. This is dukkha. What's happening right now, my love? Ah, oh, I don't want to be here. Get me out of here. Can't stand walking. I want to go to sitting. Ah, oh, okay, stop. The pot, something's going on with the pot here. Stop. Discern. Okay. Ah, the pot is bubbling. It's agitated. Can I see what's happening in the pot without bonding? with what's happening in the pot right resting back in the knowing of what's happening not to be taken like a leaf in the wind if we follow everything our mind tells us it's like a being blown like a leaf in the wind pausing stopping giving your weight back training yeah, but I want to go and, yeah, this is no good. How's this going to help with all my problems? Okay, let's see. Come back. Offer my weight. Okay. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.